Shite. Hello and welcome to episode 4 of Be Right or Proper Shite Reviews, the review series where we decide whether a film is a bit of alright or proper shite. Today we have not one, not two, but three films to talk about. Oh boy, have we been busy. I'm Jordan, sometimes referred to as that ginger bearded guy that won't shut up talking, but also sometimes as the film fella. And sticking with me, as always, is my sickly sweet co-host, John Wall! Hello. How are you doing? So good. So, so good. wonderful. You're not that sickly sweet anymore. I, I typed this up when you were ill. you just sweet. Oh, now. right, okay. I'm quite sick. Oh. Lay. Sickly. Not sick, like the kids Chocolate say. Cake. <laughs> anyway, today's bumper episode will cover Gemini... John, did, did it get cold in here? Come with us if you want to avoid seeing Gemini Man. It looks like you. We're greyer and we're cooler. Not that it's too difficult. What's going on? No time. Hey, nice jacket. Can I have this? Very retro. How is this even... Wait, Gemini Man? You're too late, guys. We saw it last week and we're covering it now on the podcast. How many listeners did we... No! We failed. We didn't go back far enough. I'm not even sure how we went back in the first place. This breaks a second law of thermodynamics, entropy, never mind everything else. Shh, Cyborg John. We need to leave it. It's not safe here. They're going to talk about Gemini Man. We can only hope they don't waste any more of their time, which is subsequently our time, than they need to. The whole of our future is at stake. Farewell, our former selves. Remember, don't dwell on Gemini Man. I'll be back for that sweet jacket. P.S. Hi, honey, for 187 is a jam. Well, um, that was quite something. Shit, we never even asked if the podcast was ever going to get successful. The one that looked like me was pretty good looking. Yeah, I thought so too. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Um, as we were saying, anyway, this episode is going to be covering Gemini Man, unfortunately. Zombieland Double Tap and Terminator Dark Fate. <laughs> um, there's nothing really to jump into this week so should we get on with it seeing as though that bit just probably took up far too long <laughs> cool bit though right just kidding Transition. so Gemini man uh, <laughs> are they back <laughs> look they, they told us not to dwell on this and I, I really don't think we should dwell on it too long because it, it's just a waste of oxygen and it really like, we don't like this film do we it just it didn't really make it was just a bit crap completely crap not good at all yeah it's just it's not very good were it <laughs> like no. at all um Ang Lee, he's, he's done some alright films, I think, in the past, but then, to on the flip side, he did do the first Hulk film, and that wasn't great. <laughs> so, was banner. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't great, so, for that reason, I, well, that's not the reason, I, this, this film just doesn't work. I think it's like, maybe 
10 or 15 years past the time that it should have actually come out. If this had come out 10 or 15 years ago, you might have... still would have heard it. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm really... I'm trying to to be level with it, but yeah, it's not it's not a great film. I don't understand what Will's doing. It was literally just an entire film of Will Smith's ego. Yeah. It it's strange. The, the casting's strange, the 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 plot is weird. Shall we I mean before we go into spoiler talk very quickly, because we're gonna do very bite sized versions of our normal normal props. <laughs> the big spoiler. As we call it. It go spoiled on. my life. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it did. It, I mean, we got the we got the unlimited cards, limitless cards. Thought we'll we'll go see every film that comes out, and everyone's talking about this one. But we knew going into it that we weren't going to like it, and we still went. <laughs> we sat there, and I think we were just sat like laughing at it, as opposed to laughing with it. Even the bits where you were supposed to find it funny, it just wasn't. There isn't even that many funny bits in it. Was it supposed to be funny? Yeah, I don't know. Wong, but Benedict Wong's character, so um, Baron. In it, I think he's meant to be the comic foil for the film. It doesn't really land. He's the most entertaining bit of it, but other than that, I just it don't just get it. Bit where, what was the bit where he was just watching TV? Yeah, why was that even in there? There's a bit where he's literally just sitting there watching TV. Watching football. With... What is it, like a parrot or something watching? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Or a Cherokee or something? Yeah, yeah, I think it's a parrot, <laughs> yeah. And it just it's completely irrelevant to everything. Yeah, it it was strange. It doesn't make much sense. Like going into this film, the big thing, the thing that's supposed to make you want to watch the film is the is a young version of Will Smith who's trying to kill the, our version of Will Smith now. And they've, <laughs> I mean, I, I wish he had. <laughs> like, I really wish he had. But yeah, like it was bigged up as a role where he looks a bit like he does from like his Fresh Prince days um, and it's got like digital de-aging that we've seen in like all the Marvel films but my point that I've put here is that that's no longer a fresh or interesting idea like so why do it it's just not interesting and the clone element of the whole plot isn't delved into as deep and sci-fi as they could have done we've seen so many iterations of clones in other things I think Star Wars did clones better than this, and Star Wars' clones are shite. <laughs> like, it's a bit more. Yeah, it, Star Wars Attack of the Clones is the, one of the worst films I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that's what I mean, but like, still, there's, there's, I mean, we'll talk about it on another episode, but there's that Paul Rudd comedy series on Netflix that does yeah, more brilliant. for the conversation of, on brilliant. clones. Yeah, it does. The bit, do you think it, it does more for clones than this film does in terms of explaining the, the, the made-up science behind it and all that? It just bollocks in it <laughs> it's just bollocks yeah. and the plot is just irrelevant with so many plot holes in it it just none of it makes sense like why why send that person back to kill the person they're gonna stop and think oh i look like him and not do it you know what i mean like the whole idea behind it why him why didn't the clone like loads of people why is it just him he's not even particularly that good because he can't kill himself so why did he get sent in the first place he's just it's just nonsensical. Should we should we go into spoilers and it try just, and yeah, go on. Should we just should we dive into spoilers and just try and get out of this before his future selves come back and yeah. tell us off? Um, so yeah, Benedict Wong got shafted. <laughs> That's not a spoiler. <laughs> but, but like, he got shafted just by agreeing to do the film. Yeah, because 
he's on the up and up, isn't he? In terms of like he's obviously in all like the Avengers stuff, the Doctor Strange stuff. He's on a lot of like drama TV here in the UK. Um, he's in lots of stuff. He's a good actor, and then all they did is they stuck him in and made him like this big layabout character where he's only got one name. He's just called the Baron. He doesn't have any proper backstory other than that they fought together at some point. And his literal existence in the plot is just for being a physical vehicle to drive the plot forward. Like, literally, he drives, he flies planes. <laughs> and that's all he does. And that pushes the plot forward. That's all he does. He just gives up his entire life for Will Smith. <laughs> yeah. And what a way to go as well. Like, bazooka in a car. And that's it. He's just gone. Yeah. He didn't even need to die, though. And they don't even really acknowledge... No, he didn't need to die. There was no need. He's just like, oh, we need to kill someone at this point. Should we kill this guy? Why didn't they kill one of the four million Will Smiths? Yeah. <laughs> Which, again, um, doesn't make sense. So, in the film, Will Smith is supposed to be like this like, genius assassin who never misses anything. He's like a sharpshooter with a sniper rifle and whatnot. But at the end, one of them is literally standing there with a Gatling gun. Oh, yeah, and he yeah. misses everyone. <laughs> he misses literally everyone. He, he gets all the product placement, though, in the shop. <laughs> yeah. There's, like, Stella, isn't there? Or, like, Heineken or yeah. something that like, shoots it to shit. There's, like, Budweiser everywhere. There's bottles of Coke. Gets all of that. Well, there's even the bit where, um... I think it's at the start, when he first retires. And he's just sitting there and he walks in. Gives the, gives the guy a clear can of Coke and then opens up a bottle of Stella. <laughs> Both label facing. <laughs> like, the the product placement and the plot and the, and the way that it's all contrived. It's and like Jurassic it, World. It, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I still stand by that Colin Trevorrow did Jurassic World on purpose. If, that he, did, way. if he was going to do it on purpose, he would have used fake brands mm. rather than Pandora. It still funds the film, though, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, we, we digress. But I just think that the way that this film was set up makes it feel like it should have been out 10 or 15 years ago. And we haven't even mentioned how bad Clive Owen is in this film. He is not good. Clive Owen? <laughs> he's not good, though. Like, he's good is he, in... Is he good in anything? Sincere? Yeah. He's all right in Sincere. I guess. But this is just they don't bizarre. really. It's because in Sincere, he's just playing a really moody guy. Don't really say much, does he? No, but even in this he doesn't say much and I don't really understand what his motives are or, or why other than he wants like a, a super soldier clone army but like you've just said, they're not even that good. Mm. Like, they just get beat up. Like the best scene in the whole film is, or one of the best scenes is probably the motorbike chase. Yeah. That's pretty good and you, you kind of, it's a bit impactful but the rest of the film falls down. I mean, if we just go through... Before we wrap up on Gemini Man, because I'm sick of talking about it, but obviously Will Smith, not particularly great in this film, playing Henry and also Junior. They didn't even bother giving the clone a name, they just called him Junior. Like, how cliche. Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who is from, um, I want to say Kick Ass, but that's not right, is it? Scott, Scott Pilgrim. Pilgrim. Yeah. She, she doesn't really. She it. Well, this is it. She doesn't really have anything really major in it. She's just a foil oh, for that this character. Point. Is because we were talking about this. Is she supposed to be a banging Will Smith or not? Yeah, he kind of sets it up like she's. she's gonna... He's he's like retired and he's like supposed to be like 
60 years old, isn't it? It blurs the lines between parental and... about 30. Yeah. It, it's, At max. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Like, it blurred it between, like, he was hitting on her. Because she, it makes she sound as if she's still in, like, college, doesn't it? Yeah. But even though she's not, because she's working for, like, the government or whatever, spying on it, it it's weird. The whole, that plot... Yeah, but he doesn't know that at the time. He thinks she's still in high school or yeah. college. And he's like, he's just hitting should we go out for a drink? Will Smith, you weird. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're the only four people worth really talking about in the whole film. Like, there's, there's the guy who's like, he yeah, meant to be his... Every other character is Will Smith. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I was going to say the guy that's like his um, go-to guy that sends him on his missions. Dies in the that... first five minutes. Does he? No, oh, he betrays him. No, the guy he, speaking he, to the end. betrays him, yeah, and then right. like he gets him out of a pickle or whatever like it none of it made sense um yeah it's pointless i mean the only the only other interesting scene is that that we haven't even talked about it but the the crack shot that he takes at the beginning that gets the guy on the train like the hold off from shooting the guy because the little girl is sat opposite but yet the still shoot once the girl has sat down that's probably going to be still as traumatizing for the girl regardless <laughs> like i know it's because he don't want to shoot her but Still, like they do it anyway. Like the 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 fuck that little girl. Over. And then he's just like, I was like two inches away from shooting a little girl. Then just don't do it. Yeah, just don't do it. Abort mission. Do it somewhere else, <laughs> dick. And it turned out that that guy might not have even been a bad guy anyway. Yeah, just just bollocks. Like, I'm final thoughts. Do you want to read what I've put? It says, "My name's Jordan and I thought Jeremy Man was really good." That's a lie. It just says garbage. <laughs> it literally, it's garbage. Just garbage. Save your money if if you're still thinking about going to watch this by the time this comes <laughs> out. Is it even still out? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> don't just don't go watch it. And if it comes out on Sky or anything like that, if you're really desperate, try it. it but I would seriously say you're saving yourself a lot of time if you just listen to us and don't. Like, just avoid it. Watch something else. Watch another Will Smith film. Watch all of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I don't know. Whatever you, whatever you. Even, even maybe, and this is a bad, a bad push. But watch I Robot. Of this, that's not a great film it's either. The same line. It's, it's, it's the, the same, same film. story anyway. It's the same film. Um, it's just in that they're actually robots, and in this they're just all Will Smith. <laughs> it's how Will Smith sees the world. Just other Will Smiths. <laughs> robots and Will Smith. I Will Smith. <laughs> Little that's, robot. <laughs> that's the sequel that we never thought we'd get. Um, so yeah, rating. I'm just gonna crash straight in. One point eight out of five. That's generous. <laughs> Whoa, go on. <laughs> Not point eight out of five. I'm gonna give it one. Wow, Gemma no man. <laughs> Would have been better when Alex were here uh, on the on the Joker podcast when he, he said Genesis man. If it had been a film, if it had been, a film, if it had been a film about. A Sega Genesis seeking revenge oh, on... Oh, you know, Genesis, the oh. first story in the Bible. <laughs> I'd have taken that as well. <laughs> uh, video games and Not such. that I've read the Bible, but, yeah. you know, it's very, very famous. <laughs> it is, it's really famous. <laughs> got, a signed, got a signed copy of them. I feel like we, we've we've done as allocated. <laughs> I feel like that joke was wasted on you. Yeah, it was. <laughs> signed copy of the Bible. <laughs> a signed copy? I don't Fuck get me, it. Jordy. You don't get it. Clearly, Jesus Christ didn't sign it. Oh, it's his side. Oh, no. Signed. 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 Oh, signed copy. I get that. Fuck it was me. me. I did it. So it's on a brick wall, a joke. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Knock, knock. 
I'm a wall, oh. not a door. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is not an ad lib comedy podcast. Okay. Let's move on. Even though this film was a let's move on from let's, let's move on because the future people got really annoyed and I'm scared of what we've we've set up <laughs> going forward now. Um yeah. So on to the next one. We transition. <laughs> Sorry, that was my uh, zombie impression. Because we're talking about zombie land double tap. Zombie land double tap. Double tap. Double tap. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> it is. It was good. Is that? Yeah, I agree that this this one was actually good. It. I mean, in terms of plot, it's really similar in a way to the first one. The the they do a load of random stuff. It's a zombie film. And then they're they, always going to be the and same. then they go from A to B, and that was basically it. And then there's a big finale. Yeah. You're right; it's a zombie film. A few people die. Yeah, it's a zombie cliche film. zombie film, <laughs> like on purpose. Um, did did we think it were good? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I mean, you've already you've already answered that, I guess. Um, in terms of the new aspects to the film I thought Zoe Deutsch's character was really enjoyable I love her it was yeah it was actually quite funny um, that you know she stuck with the whole Paris Hilton sort of like and persona lived, and lived in a freezer and lived in a freezer <laughs> and she just didn't drink like there's a the, how long have they been there did you say like 8 years or, or 10 years 10 years since the last film so it's 10 years, ten years yeah. yeah yeah but she's she's just survived by being like that the whole living, time living in the mall living in the mall in the and, freezer, in the freezer. <laughs> so that the zombies can't get her and still and then she's a peanut <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. which well, is alleged to be you know, so that's a spoiler it, it's okay <laughs> I was oh, going to get to that but it's an old film it, it's, it's, old it's film, an old though. film it's been out like three weeks <laughs> um, I thought that um, Woody Harrelson sort of knocked it out of the park again he, he's central to both films obviously Jesse Eisenberg does a lot of the narrative for the story and sort of tells you how the world's changed and stuff, and about the rules and you know, etc. and so, etc. But Woody Harrelson knocks these films out of the park every time he does them. He's just really entertaining. Um, Emma Stone's character has developed a little bit from before. She's a bit she's a emo, gothy, and then she, yeah, she's a bit of a she's a bit of a dick to be fair. Like we'll, we'll get into spoilers. She's a bitch in first one as well. Yeah, yeah. She just carried on the the trait, I guess. Um, and yeah, I liked some of the new people that came into it. So you've got like uh, Rosario Dawson, who um, is one of the. She's not the exact same doppelganger as the rest of them, but there's her. You got Luke Wilson, who plays Albuquerque, who's like a parallel to Tallahassee, and then you've got Thomas Middleditch, who plays Flagstaff, who's a bit similar to Eisenberg's Columbus. I thought we'll, we'll get into spoilers in a, in a second, but I thought they were really good, as in yeah, the the nailed it for the. The moment that there was in the film. So, spoilers. Did we enjoy the new zombies, the the evolution yeah, plotline? Oh, yeah, when they, cause they like, categorised them all, didn't they? Yeah, I they was a bit... The homers, they were was just really <laughs> stupid. <laughs> like chasing a butterfly. It's like that. <laughs> the bit where um, they're on, um, stood on um, top of a van. Yeah, yeah. And he's just, like, shouting <laughs> at them all. And there's, like, one more coming over. And, and just leave it. Going, and they just leave it because it's just a homer staring at a butterfly. <laughs> I did really enjoy that. Um, I was a bit gutted we didn't get any of it because it showed free at the beginning, didn't it? So you got the the Homers, which she sort of took the piss out of. Then you got the Hawkins, where she 
pulls the eye out with a mouth and goes through the, the eye scanner and gets a scientist. And the ninjas, which were just ones that like just appear through, like lurk through the dark and get you. And it, it never showed a ninja in the whole thing unless we yeah. missed it. Um, I think it was just to show like no, a few think, different types, maybe. Do you know or... when um, Luke Wilson's character and the other guy are fighting him? Mm. I'm sure there's a few ninjas there because they start shouting at him. They're shouting out the different kinds uh, of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which shouting also, out the different types. Also, in this world, how how does everyone know that? So, like, we'll, we'll just jump in on based on what you've just said. So they're saying outside, all oh, ninjas and all oh, this is a blah blah coming. And obviously, I know that the joke with those two characters is that the doppelgangers of the other characters. So that's the whole point. But everyone seems to know in Zombieland what's happened elsewhere. Like Rosario Dawson's character knows that Bill Murray got murdered by accident. Like, how? <laughs> I was like, impossible. Bill, Murray. Bill Murray's an ongoing joke of the entire films. <laughs> I love that. We'll get to that bit, because that was brilliant. But, yeah, did you like the, the evolution of the zombies thing? I thought that was pretty... It's, is, it, is it one of the original zombie films, like Dawn of the Dead or something, where the zombies evolve in one of the later ones? It's... Oh. It's that using, like, a petrol station. It's Day of the Dead. Like, it's, it's one of them like where there's like, like a riff off that. It's, it? it's one of them where they're like there's a zombie, and it's it's like really intelligent and it can like run and stuff and yeah, yeah. talk. <laughs> yeah, it communicates with the other ones. Yeah, so I think that they're kind of riffing off that. I'm sure it's t- Day of the Dead. The T800s one's quite funny because obviously this episode we're talking about a certain T800 related film, but I, I like that these indestructible like they've been pumped up by living out in the the wilderness and they've been like eating like cattle or whatever and chasing harder prey so they've they've got like really strong and they won't die I, it added a little bit to the film I guess like it's not really ever about the zombies in these films it's more about like them guys just being idiots and surviving it all but I did think that it was uh, it was cool that they did that they could have just carried on with mm. regular zombies um, so yeah the doppelgangers uh, Tom Middleditch's uh, flagstaff who's obviously like the nerdy version foil to his uh, Luke Wilson who plays Albuquerque who's like similar to Woody Harrelson's character I'd, I thought that they they nailed it for that short like they're only in it for what 10 minutes I thought they were yeah. going to be in it for the full film that did that did pull it <laughs> out the trailer a little bit like that, didn't it? yeah like they were going to have like an ongoing feud and they died <laughs> yeah they, they, they die very quickly I like that they come in and they're just like yeah I'm not bit it's like you are it's like the foam coming out of his mouth and everything it was it, yeah I, I thought that they, they nailed that little bit and obviously I was happy that they didn't kill off uh, Rosario uh, Dawson's character as well because I don't know. It just seems a bit more interesting that there was actually a foil for Woody Harrelson's. And also because she shows a big monster truck at the end. Yeah, like it, it, it we all love monster trucks. <laughs> we do love monster trucks. <laughs> but um, yeah, did um, what we're we gonna say now? The the, the Uber joke. Um, a bit further past that to do with the uh, Madison where she's sat in the back and she's going on. A bit, she's literally talking about Uber, but obviously because this film. The original film was 2009, so the world ended then. Uber didn't really get going. So she's on about Uber and they're all telling her that she's an idiot for having like a universal taxi system that you can use on your phone <laughs> and stuff. And obviously because she's quite a dumb oh, character. Yeah. They, they, like, they like rip into that her. That didn't click. It, I, I didn't realise you didn't know that. Like a, no, I, well, I, obviously she was talking about Uber. I thought the joke was that she was talking about this thing that already existed. But now that, now that I think about it, because it was like 10 years ago when... The zombie apocalypse was apparently broke yeah, out. Yeah. 
don't know, that's actually that's that's my I thought it were, funny I, enough. I thought it was really clever. I was just sat there going, "This is brilliant," and I, you weren't laughing as much as me. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's made that's made a lot more. That's oh, made that a lot more funny. I'm, you know? I'm I'm glad that. I've, <laughs> I've, I've, <laughs> is that your laugh from the cinema from two weeks ago? Just yeah. took it in. Uh, but I did enjoy that, um, especially considering that she's painted as this kind of like Paris Hilton esque sort of. Um, is it is it the Afrotenis? Is it like a frat girl or like I don't know what it is? Like a, the American sort of cliche. Sobriety. No. Sobriety. That's the one. Sobriety. Yeah, but she's kind of like Plus that. Yeah, you know, little. She'd she'd have probably had if all the animals had died from those little dogs in a handbag and stuff. She's kind of that type character but for her to come up with a really good idea like that and they're all just laughing at her because it sounds stupid but then she eats the peanut that you mentioned did you think because i straight away was like she's not no, turning she, a zombie she wasn't dead if she were gonna die they'd have shown it yeah well they showed the that they thought that she might have got bit because a zombie underneath the rv grabs her and like no, bites yeah, her well, I, I knew exactly it was because of the peanut yeah yeah so did i i don't know whether do you think there was ever a plan to just offer and have her come back as a zombie? Or do you think it, that was always part of the plan? Yeah, I think it, it was always part of it. But yeah. it was just... Um, yeah, I knew like, what they were doing. Like I thought she was when she was choking on the peanut. I thought well, she's choking on the peanut. But I didn't know if she was going to die because of the allergy. Oh, and then come back. And then come back as a zombie, rather than actually getting shot. Yeah. I, I just thought that the character was too funny for him to just drop her off at that point. But then again, mm. we thought that the other guys were going to be in it longer than they were. So it was kind of a... That was obviously... This bit happened before. Um, but yeah, I, I did enjoy that as well. Oh, <laughs> we even, I didn't even wrote it down. Zombie Kills of the Week. Oh, yeah. Always brilliant. I mean, the the first well, one the first one wasn't that good, but the, it had like two or three in it. But, but this the one, best one, the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Yes, <laughs> how good is that? And the thing is, at the end of the film, like we'll get to the finale in a second, but the finale, Eisenberg's like, yeah, zombie kill of the year or whatever. When they they all sort of run off and die, the Pisa one would be the yeah. the one. He dropped a landmark on him, and he also does that really like piss-takey Italian thing of he stands behind the mannequins and goes, oh, it's my family, and like, he's dancing <laughs> behind them. And then they attack the mannequins, he just pushes the whole Leaning Tower of Pisa on him. <laughs> it's brilliant. And he does the whole, like, chin flick thing, like, the whole swearing at him. Like, you can't beat that. I think the one before was the guy with the Combine Harvester. He goes, he runs one over, doesn't he, and he cubes yeah. it up. That's, I mean, that's pretty boring compared to that. Did you enjoy those little bits? Did the first film have those? Yeah. Did, did it cut away to Zombie Kills of the Week? Yeah. I can't remember. Because they just talking about it. Yeah, I can't remember, but... Yeah, I I, I just thought that they the, the really upped it on that one. There's, I mean, there's literally no way how the ending of this film would have beaten the, the Leaning Tower of Pisa one. Um, speaking of the ending, <laughs> what did you think of the ending? Hmm. It, was, it, it was good. Which end are we talking about? The the ending to the film, not the the little extra bit. Right. That we okay. Got. Uh, so yeah, obviously the whole tower thing is a bit weird. That they're all just living in a massive fucking skyscraper. Yeah, no one's no one's known about. It. I mean, earlier on in the film, when the when yeah, the telling the ending was too happy, barely anyone died. Yeah, I thought more of more the hippies were going to die. Yeah, like especially even, the one that said people that didn't matter that much. Yeah, like because they introduced like loads of new people. And then just barely killed any of them off. Yeah, so you've got 
Evan Jogi who plays Berkeley, who's the guy that's like, um, I'm, I'm, I'm a peaceful hippie. Yeah, with the weed. <laughs> She's like, a, who, who, don't um, play the kind of person who smokes weed. <laughs> and he pulls, <laughs> pulls out a massive bag of weed. <laughs> like, how's he even survived? Like, if you're going to be a pacifist during a zombie apocalypse, there's no way. I mean, she, she lived in a fridge. There's all of them. They melt the guns at the door, don't they? Yeah, I don't understand how any of them survived, but they did somehow. Um, but yeah, the the thing that annoyed me about the ending is that they're all the T eight hundred, like the super strong zombies they get them all the way to the top of and the tower and they're just it. pushing them back and it's like a, yeah like you said it's a super happy ending where they're doing like the funnel it'd have been better if the funnel had been broke a few of them had got eaten comically like the, the hippie people in a jokey way maybe and then they somehow managed to get them back in line and push them off the building would have been more interesting than literally there's, there's Harrelson dangling on a it's basically pretending it's like he's on a fishing hook he's on a line on the on the crane it, yeah. Grab onto him, don't yeah, it's just I don't know. It, it seemed a bit too nicey nice for for the ending. It was also a bit too OTT compared to the ending of the previous film. Like obviously, after all, picks his second film, but I don't know. That was the only bit of the film where it, I kind of lost interest. Like I watched it, obviously, but the rest what? of the film was more Am interesting. Because obviously, they attracted all the zombies by like lighting up fireworks and playing music and stuff. But they've been doing that. For Surely for like the last ten years. Yeah. Why did all the zombies just happen to go that one day when they showed up? Also, Harrelson's driving away because he's about to leave, and it is that big penultimate bit where he's like, "I'm gonna leave. I need to go off on my own. I need to be like a lone ranger." He thinks he's a native Indian, which I thought was hilarious. Where he's, he's just he does that profound speech about him being like a, is he a Cherokee or something like that. He thinks his uh, his ancestors were Indian. So anyway, he goes off to go do that, and then he sees the herd of zombies run past. And he's got his car lights on, and his car's parked up, and not a single one of them goes for his car. They're all just going for the fireworks. But, like, a few of them would surely tail off. I've watched <coughs> enough episodes of The Walking Dead to know that there'd be more. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Is that all you have to say? <laughs> it was the bit that felt a bit flat for the film, for me. Do you mm. agree? I, yeah, I guess. It's, it's one of those kind of films, though, when it is. I don't know if it's supposed to be more of a zombie film or if it's supposed to be more of like a feel-good, hippie cult film. But it does sway more towards that cult vibe, doesn't it? I, I like him. I do. Um, before we move on to final thoughts and give it a review and move on because we're, we're running out of time, the Bill Murray bit. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. <laughs> How amazing was that? And had you caught wind of the fact that he was going to come back for this film at all? Because I hadn't. I'd not no, read but I kind anywhere. of, I kind of guessed. Well, I didn't think it was gonna be Bill Murray, but I thought they were gonna do something similar another to Bill Murray. Another celebrity and just yeah. do the same thing, maybe not kill them this time. Maybe another Ghostbuster, like someone, someone else. Dan Aykroyd's still about. Yeah, I think it, it like, would have been be better. Else. I think it would have been better if it was actually zombie Bill Murray still. What just found? He just, he just never. He just they never managed to kill him. He just comes back as zombie Bill Murray. But yeah, it goes back to... It shows like the outbreak, doesn't it? The, zomb- the yeah. original zombie he's, outbreak. He's doing the press junket for Garfield Free. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was brilliant, because someone's going to have had to go out there. And I think Is it a Sony film, Garfield? I'm not sure. But someone will have had to contact whoever was in charge of the Garfield stuff and be like, do you mind if we use Garfield Free, which doesn't exist... And also, the reason we're using it is because no one likes it, so we're doing it as a joke. 
Like, someone's going to have had to go out there and do that. But that was brilliant. Like, he, he doesn't really even try either, does but, he? But he just, he doesn't even know it's a zombie outbreak, does he? just starts beating him up. <laughs> he's like, just like, oh, damn, this feels good. The stuff like that, like the, the people from the press. And he starts eating. Yeah, and then like the, yeah, he like starts having something to eat, doesn't he? Like smacks one of them with like a tray or, or whatever. He's just like, so nonchalantly like walking through and then obviously you see him in the first zombie land and he's, he's cottoned on that he has to act like a zombie to survive. And yeah, I thought it was brilliant and kudos, big big credit to Bill Murray for actually going back and doing that because he doesn't do a right lot anymore, he doesn't need to. Um, but he clearly enjoys doing the little bits for these films. Big Bill. Big Bill. <laughs> big Bill Murray, respect. <laughs> um, so final thoughts and a rating. Um, in terms of final thoughts, um, there was a lot of freeze that I saw in the films, like on the cars, he painted a lot of freeze, and then the last car that they're in, it does have a free on the side, and then the, the narration that you get from Eisenberg at the end is, uh, see you next time, and obviously all of the films do that, like when it opened, it's like, thank you for joining us, um, you've got plenty of other zombie shows that you could follow and you, you follow in this film instead. Like, the opening was quite funny and the ending kind of matches. But do you think, because of how they've set it up, that they probably will go for a third? Probably. Probably not in ten years, though. You think, you'll, yeah, a few years, three or four years yeah. or something like that. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, they've kind of set it up in a way because Rosario Dawson now appears to be part of the, the main gang. Like she's in the car with them, um, I'd be a bit gutted if they wrote her out. To be fair, like I, I rated her in all of the Marvel stuff that she's in Netflix. She's she's a good actor. Of course she did, buddy. I, of course, course she did. did. But she's good. She's a good actor. Like she seems likeable and, and that? quite You're fun an actor and in Marvel. <laughs> I like you. <laughs> you say that, but we would give just, that person an Oscar. <laughs> we just we just bashed the uh, Ang Lee Hulk, which is not right good. Even though it's not technically it's in the Marvel, Marvel it's not in the MCU. Um. But yeah, have you got any thoughts on any of that? Do you reckon that they'll they'll do a third? She'll be in it, or yeah, probably. Do you think they'll do it regardless of the money this one makes? I think it's probably made enough money for them to oh, be able to justify it. it. Yeah, I mean, more than Gemini Man. I don't think yeah. there's going to be a sequel for that anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. That one's as dead it's as just a zombie. It's more of Will Smith. <laughs> as long as that don't come back as a zombie, that's that's all we can hope. Have you got any other things you would like to add? Before we rate it and move on. Mm. It's time to nut up or shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was his new one? Uh, I can't remember. It's it's like something really outdated though. Yeah, because yeah, she comments on it saying that like, oh, how original or something like that. Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember either. That's going to really annoy you because I'm going to listen back to this when I edit it and it's going to come up. I'll Google it. You, you do that. Oh, there you go. Tallahassee paints a free on his cars as a reference to Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> oh, that didn't help. <laughs> that, that just came up. Apparently did that in Zombieland 1 as well. Ah, uh, oh, fuck. So it's not to do with a, a, a trilogy. Although, one can hope. Mm, I don't think we're going to find it. Should we just move on? Yeah. So, a rating. I... Again, this is not like that. I disliked it. It's just that these films aren't as good as some of the other films that we've seen recently. Three point nine out of five. It's it's a good film. It's just it's just a good film. It's it's enjoyable. I'd watch it again. 
I'll watch another one if they bring it out. It's not a, a classic, and it's it's probably not better than the original, which I'd probably say is like a f- four point two. If we're doing this weird decimal thing that we keep doing, I think I've got it. You think you've got it? Have you if you found the? Uh, is it let's kick some dicks? Maybe. I'm sure that's it. Let's kick some dicks. <laughs> is that your rating? Your official rating is let's I kick give it some dicks. Three point five. Three point five. Yeah. On what grounds? I enjoyed it. Was it the similar sort of thing? I mean, it's so subjective. It's basically a free in it that I've given it, but it it's just it just is what it is. Like it's an enjoyable film to watch, but it's not a classic. It's not something that you're gonna go rave about. It's it's just if if someone was to ask me now, should I go to cinema and watch it? Something you watch at home when you're hungover. Yeah. Um, if you want to pay to go see it, if you're really dead on seeing it and you haven't done yet, then yeah, go see it because it is good. But like you've just said, yeah, it is one of them that if it comes out, and you know, if, if we didn't have limitless cards, I wouldn't have gone to the cinema to see it. No, just waited for it to come out. I mean, we, we couldn't even. We, we we knew how bad Gemini Man was. <laughs> we still did it anyway. At least with this one, we thought we would enjoy it when we went to go watch it. Um, so any any more thoughts before we move on? No. No. <laughs> Transition. Funnily enough, with the the link to the T eight hundreds. Oh, well, uh, you had to do it, didn't you? Our final film is Terminator Dark Fate. I, I say I say it like I've built up to it. We we said right in the introduction we were doing this film. So, uh, you know, arguably this is out of the three, probably the the big film that was like make or break in terms mm. of whether it would be good or not. Um, James Cameron's back producing. Obviously, like you said off podcast earlier, it's the same guy that did Terminator, also did Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's back to try and raise the bar again, as as the same South Park. <laughs> um, it was also directed by Tim Miller, who's the guy who did the first Deadpool. Um, apparently, there was a lot of creative differences in this film between James Cameron and Tim Miller, which was quite interesting reading before we came on to do this podcast, but I won't dive too deep into that because it's just, it's just pointless. It's just a lot of Tim Miller wanted to acknowledge the previous two films. James Cameron didn't want to acknowledge anything other than the two that he'd done. There was a lot of arguing and back and forth about that. But by the by, I would say that this film is the best Terminator film since T2. <laughs> what do you think? You say it as if it, like that's a big achievement. Oh, well, All the Terminator yeah. films after Terminator 2 have been terrible. Yeah, that, that is true. It's quite easy for this to be the best one <laughs> after, after that point. <laughs> it's the, fir- it's the third brilliant. best. <laughs> Everything after that were terrible. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're in agreement then. Yeah. yeah it, like, like anybody yeah. who's got a brain is. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or AI. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so, so just going to spoiler talk. Yeah, let's go. Because the film is literally what you expect it to it be. Doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. That is exactly <laughs> what you expect it to be. It makes no sense. So, Ow. in terms of a very, 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 very quick recap, Judgment Day has been stopped because of what happened in T two. Scrapping any of the other Terminator films. So, if you've seen Salvation, if you've seen Genesis, forget about them. If you watched. Terminator, the Sarah Connor Chronicles, the TV series, forget about it. It's literally Terminator 1, Terminator 2, Terminator Dark Fate. That is the timeline now. So in this, 
Judgment Day got stopped by young John Connor and Sarah Connor in T2. Which means Skynet doesn't exist. Which means Skynet doesn't exist. And then as the film shows, and we're in spoilers here, so if you haven't watched it yet, zip forward. Very first scene. Find out what we were in. Terminator comes back, kills John Connor. Yes. (laughs) Shoots shoots a poor uh, Edward Furlong right in the face. I think think they used... um, CG for for his face when he was younger on a, another young boy, and then got the credit to be able to use it off of the obviously the older version of Edward Furlong now, because he came to a Comic Con recently like a few months ago and said that he was going to be in the film and like he came out as part of the press release for it. <laughs> so obviously they just did that to to tee it up. But I think going into it, I always thought that they were going to kill him. I don't know why. It just felt like that was the logical bit for him to do would be to kill John Connor, but. That one corner. That scene's pretty good. I did. I thought oh, yeah, the, the, the CG and stuff like she looks exactly how she looked back then. The only the only way that it worked really well is that neither of them really had to speak. So because they didn't speak, it didn't ruin the scene. Like it was just, just a lot screamed, of did you? yeah. It was just that was it. He just comes out. Yeah. Cal. Cal comes out of the sea. <laughs> yeah. Shoots him in the face. So a T eight hundred Terminator comes back, but the T eight hundred Terminator. Should never have existed if Skynet never existed. Yes, because as soon as as soon as she fixed that, I think the way that they mentioned it is that at the time when the T eight hundred came through to try and kill John Connor from the previous film, multiple T eight hundreds popped up in different areas. But God still, knows why they didn't all converge at the exist. time. Yeah, they should have just disappeared, like based on how I. It depends on how they're doing the timeline, yeah. but, it, but the way that they're doing the timeline is that, it's, is it's that they off. change. They change things. If they go back in the past, they change the future. That is their timeline. That's what they do. Yeah, that is, that's how they do but time yeah, they, travel. They still existed. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so they've broke it. It's, it's broken its crap. He's <laughs> broken it and turned it into like parallel universes. So I think Tim Miller was saying that, even though I don't think James Cameron agrees, Tim Miller, the director, was saying that Genesis and Salvation do exist, but like in their own alternate realities. <laughs> and James Cameron said, no, the shit. <laughs> yeah, they <it> don't exist. <laughs> Pretty much. The um, thing is, if Genesis did exist, I feel like it might have made a bit more sense. Yeah, maybe. But then again, John Connor died, so yeah. It, so John Connor couldn't have existed in the future to create Skynet. All of it's convoluted, <laughs> but like it, it just boils down to the fact that there should have been nothing coming out of the ocean. Carl should not have just rocked up onto that beach and Carl. shot <laughs> Carl. <laughs> Why you call him Carl? <laughs> I love Carl. It's Carl. It's, it's not yeah, T eight hundred. It's Carl. It's Carl. We'll get to this, but. <laughs> So before, in fact, no, we, we'll talk about Cal now because the next point that I was going to mention is after that. So, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. The whole time travel thing is just bollocks. But right, you sat there, you want, you agree, you're eating your popcorn, you're like, don't make sense, but I'm still going to keep watching it because it's an action film. It's pretty entertaining. Oh, the start of this film, like, the the beginning of this film is pretty solid. As in, like, the, the bit where the Rev-9 comes into it, so Gabriel Luna... When he appears, he's he's just icy. His his performance is is very similar to the um, is it the T one thousand the liquid metal ones from the other Terminator films. Like it's it's so similar. He's got that weird ability to be able to talk to people and not come off as any kind of like AI or robotics. It's quite chilling, and they also just murders them. 
and just carries on. But I thought the whole beginning of this film was pretty decent, like including Grace, uh, Mackenzie Davis's character coming back, and she's like the cybernetic human hybrid thing. Does does it? It kind of skips over she's that when it explains that she's like a cyborg basically, but she's she's on the good side. She's on the. But the, she's really she's really uh, sassy. Yeah, but it's just the fact that she comes back and she does the whole. It harks back to the first film when she sizes the guy up for the clothes and she puts like mm. a foot next to it. I thought that was pretty cool. And then the the whole chase at the beginning. So obviously, um, Natalia Reyes's the character, the Danny Ramos. Um, it, she, I thought she was okay, but I just she wasn't that compelling. She's just a bit of a boring character. Yeah, a bit really. of a boring character. It's just another. It's another Sarah Connor, but it wasn't Linda Hamilton. Like Linda mm. Hamilton is but way more interesting. It wasn't Sarah Connor. John Connor. <laughs> what? Turns out at the end that she's not another Sarah Connor, she's another John Connor. Yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah, it. it all, all, a big spoiler. All, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's it's all just a big plot twist after a plot twist, and I think the further the twists go, the less sense the plot makes. So like when I left the film, I was like, I really enjoyed that, but none of it makes sense. <laughs> and I think that's literally what all of us were saying as we were walking out. Like me, you, and Abby were just like, I don't understand. I said it like five minutes into the film. It didn't make sense. It, yeah, it doesn't, but it it still works in the fact that you're still entertained by it. Um, sadly, I don't think the rest of the world who was entertained by this film is it, bombed. It's done, very, it. it's done very badly. It's come out at the wrong time, I think, obviously, with Joker being well, out and just, people still watching it as well. Like it, it's, it's, just, it's, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's not really timing. relevant anymore, is it? It's not... Back in the day, Terminator was like, whoa, Alice Schwarzenegger, really big, hunky, hench man. And yeah. now he's a dying old man. Yeah, well, I mean, don't get me wrong, he's still massive. He's good. I enjoy him. Like, oh, he's, yeah. he's really funny still. I but, love Alice like, He's one of my favourites. But it just don't. It don't quite land, does it? And like I think it's just the aging Terminator, I think, annoyed people a lot. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. How's the age? Is, is it not? It's something to do with his flesh ages or something. Yeah, it, but it's, it's still. That's, I think that's a stupid thing as well. Yeah, it doesn't make much sense. Um, I did enjoy that obviously he's got a pet dog and like in the other films dogs can kind of sense when you're a Terminator. That's, that is a very good point. So Terminators we literally created to for like war and stuff. Yeah. Why would they give them aging flesh? Yeah, because why would they ever <laughs> they ever need that? Oh, we'll let this we'll let this uh, robot retire later on in life. Grow up. Yeah, it's it's strange. There's there's a lot of of potholes, but. I enjoyed Cal when Cal came into it. Yeah, he's just talking about drapes and <laughs> yeah, the whole time. <laughs> Cal's drapes and the fact that he likes he basically the the way that he found his humanity was by saving um, his wife and her child from yeah from that, a bad that was, relationship. That was a bit weird. So he killed John Connor, and then he has no purpose. His, he spent basically spends his entire life. Trying to make up for the fact that he's killed John Connor. <laughs> <laughs> By sending Sarah Connor coordinates to time travel. And this is the bit that... Why didn't he just go get him himself? Well, he could have done. He could have just fought them all himself. But also... Instead, he just wanted to sell drapes and look after his family. Yeah. Also, one, why does he assume that Sarah would care at this point? <laughs> like, she might have just given up. Two... And this is the point that you were mentioning before to do the time travel and it not working. Where are they coming from? So up until the point before exactly. this film, he's sending her coordinates over the past however many years for other time anomalies because he can sense them based on his systems. Fine, that makes sense. 
However, are those models coming back through? Are they all Arnie T-800s that she's fighting? Because she's never seen a Rev-9 before. Are they coming from Legion, which is the new version of Skynet, or are they coming from Skynet? Are they remnants of, of the old timeline, or are they things that are coming through from the new timeline and she's just destroying them regardless? It doesn't really make any sense. Like, none of it does. And why, why would she care at this point anyway? She stopped Judgment Day, so why is she carrying on doing it? Like, mm. it's just bizarre. Like... I did think that Linda Hamilton nailed it though in this. Like she's really, really good. Yeah. Like she, she's not been in a right lot for a, for a long time, but but this film, like she, she steps so, up. So the cyborg girl. <laughs> so the cyborg girl <laughs> has has the coordinates to Carl's house. Yes. Tattooed on her. Go on, because this is a thread that I was pulling at as well in my head. I think that they get it because she's been there, so. Right. Okay. Danny has been there when he opens the door. Bear in mind, this, this is assuming but that would she Danny have ever been there if she it's didn't a loop. go back and it's a loop. take her there? It's a loop. It's like the first film with Carl Reese. It just doesn't really make much sense. It's a but loop. Carl Reese ends up being own. John Connor's dad. Yeah, it's just a loop that starts <laughs> at. Like, yeah, like. There's got to be a logical uh, end to the loop, but there isn't. Yeah, I know, it makes my brain hurt. Were you happy with the fact that Legion didn't really have much of a backstory other than that it's an AI defence system? Just leading on for another one, isn't it? Judgment yeah. Day 2. But but this is what I was saying, because it's bombed at the box office. It sets up for a, a sequel film where, where Danny's going to be the, the, the... They won't do it. I think this is it. I think this is the end. I think it's done. It's never going to be the end. It's going to be done. It's and also, also, is Arnie ever going to be in it now? His timeline's done. So it is... The Legion oh, yeah. timeline going to send another Arnie back. Or, They'll have to do another Salvation, won't they? Without Arnie. Or is no one will watch. This is it. So it's just screwed. I mean, if they do do it, could they do that there's another T-800 like Carl that had no purpose because it found out that John had been killed and Arnie just pops up again. Well, and he's just, just getting by. Repairs lawnmowers or something like that. They just do a Carl spin-off film. <laughs> I'd watch that. <laughs> just Arnie selling... I just like drips. And occasionally, like, killing mob bosses or something. I don't know. And just sitting there texting Sarah Connor. <laughs> Here yeah. are coordinates. It's, it's weird. <laughs> the, the other thing that I didn't really understand, I was discussing this with a colleague at work, and I, we mentioned it off podcast as well, but, but Major Dean. Major Dean. Who the fuck is Major Dean? Who the fuck is that guy? Where does he come from? Like, she pops up and she goes, oh, I've got got contact i've got contact and you can give us a military grade emp yeah just like any contact would just give you a, a giant fucking emp yeah, i've got contacts i've got contact i know a guy pulls up with a white van but anyway they go to a military base this is cal strips major yeah in cal strips van and he's telling everyone about his strips and major dean is just like yeah I, i'm on board with this i agree yeah that guy's a robot she's a robot She's here's from the future. Here's, here's a fucking electromagnet. Oh, you're getting attacked by another robot. Yeah, I'll just shut down the full military base for you and all of my men will just defend it regardless of thinking that it's just a random man in a helicopter. It's like you it, want a plane. It, sound. It, a military plane. Yeah, cool. Yeah, sound. Do you want, do you want a Humvee in back of it as well? Yeah, fine. Guys, <laughs> it, it just, it doesn't make any sense. And he's in it for about three minutes. There's not really any explanation as to how Sarah knows who he is. And then he basically gets injured and then he's out of the film. Like, 
would you have preferred having an explanation at least before him just popping in? Because it made no sense. Also, Sarah Connor is meant to be a wanted fugitive. Like most of the government thinks yeah. she's a nut job. Best friends with Major Dean. But but how? How? Why? <laughs> Major Dean. Plot holes. <laughs> Plot holes. <laughs> Did you not think this? Like, when you were watching it, I was just like, it really annoyed me. I was sat there for ages going, they're going to come back to Major Dean, surely. And they just never did. They just ditched him. <laughs> just left him. Took his plane and fucked Major off. Dean is a T-900. He could be. He could be. I'm wondering whether maybe she saved him from a Terminator. You know, like one of the other ones mm. that's come through. Maybe that's how he believes her. But yeah, really weird. Strange. Have you got any other spoiler talk that you want to go on about? No. Quickly, no. quickly, just before we move on to final thoughts, Arnie, good or bad in this film? Excellent, it's Arnie. Yeah, love him. Linda Hamilton. Yeah, nailed it. I really, I really liked Mackenzie Davis. Not as attractive as she used to be. What, what Linda Hamilton? Yeah. Well, no, yeah, but I mean that age, man. <laughs> <laughs> it does does do things. Yeah. Apparently, she had to wear a fake butt and boobs during this film just to make her look a bit more athletic. Like she was wearing like Jesus. a piece to be able to do it. <laughs> Um, Mackenzie Davis I thought was really good as Grace mm. like it, she, was, she was decent um, and like you said I thought that Natalie, Natalia Reyes who plays the Danny who's the new John Connor um, she's okay she's just okay like she's not terrible I did think that Gabrielle Luna like I mentioned earlier was good as the Rev 9 as the as new thing I also thought it was pretty good at the end when they're obviously all just beating the shit out of him that before that Throughout the whole film, he never thought to just stop and ask him, just give me a... Just, just kiss. He does, doesn't he? Hand her over. Yeah, at the end. But <laughs> he just give me a... Yeah, yeah, and they're just like, no. <laughs> like, there's like four of them and just him, and he's like, yeah, just kiss. <laughs> Don't be tired. Don't be tired, let me have her. <laughs> just hand her over. Yeah, I, I did think it was quite funny that he just tries that at the end. Like, out of everything else, before he gets his head caved in and pushed into a, Come on, give a turbine. Kiss. <laughs> just hand her over. <laughs> <laughs> um, final thoughts and it's the final final thoughts of this episode which I'm sure you'll be glad to go home because it's nearly 11 o'clock <laughs> <laughs> you've fallen asleep so it sets up sequels we're probably not going to get them does that make you sad? are you bothered? are you happy with it to just end on this one? Um, could you take it if this was it? I don't it's just I just wouldn't be able to make it good if they made a sequel, I don't think. You're going to struggle out there to get crowds. The only way they'd be able to make it good again is if they actually... Arnie in a starring role with Linda Hamilton, like both of them, front and centre. <laughs> Another T-800 appears and then kills the <laughs> T-800 that kills John Connor. <laughs> Skynet's back on the market. <laughs> <laughs> Skynet's back on the menu, boys. <laughs> nice point. If, 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 if the timeline can be changed at that point... If they manage to keep John Connor alive... Then Skynet still has the possibility of becoming, yeah, like alive, getting kicked out by Legion. What about a film where it's Legion versus Skynet? I'd watch just, that. Can they do it? I don't know. I don't know. Ask what if Cameron. someone finds? <laughs> someone finds the T eight hundred remains and the Rev nine makes Skynet. Yeah. Terminator comes back. <laughs> <laughs> just it, none of it gets stopped because they found. T-800? I mean, he's there. He's just melted to the bottom of that turbine, isn't he? Him mm. and the Rev-9. In an almost loving embrace. Melted yeah. and fused to the thing. I mean, 
I think if they did another one, I would watch it because it's a Terminator film. Yeah, but exactly. there's only there's we only. We don't have Arnie in it. I won't watch it. Yeah, yeah. I think that that would probably sway it for me. Like, I, I like the sci-fi element of these films, but at the same time, it's like because it doesn't make sense anymore. You can kind of go in and know that it's not going to make sense and just enjoy it for what it is. So I do like that about it. But then at the same time, they've kind of set up a whole plot that we're never going to know. It's like, it's like having a book that ends midway through and you're just never going to get the end of the book. Like, I'd like a definitive ending. This could act as one if they wanted it to, but they clearly weren't planning on it being the end. And I, I just think because of how much money yeah, it's not made. we literally have no idea what happens to Legion, do we? We just know that she builds she, a rebellion against him. Yeah. But don't know what happens to it, because by the looks of it, they were getting their ass kicked. Yeah, and it also looks like Sarah's Which, that, that's another point. Train. Why did they even need to go back in time to stop her when they were, they were losing anyway? Cause it, because it's time loop, and it? that had to happen for her to be the rebellion leader in the first place. No, I meant... So Legion, go back in time... To stop her from creating the rebellion. Yeah. But the rebellion was completely losing anyway. Yeah, I think I think the flaw in this AI system is that when it goes back to try and stop what's going to start, it actually inevitably starts what's going to start. <laughs> it just starts it. It's just like, there isn't an answer to it. Like it's like it, the the way that this time travel works is that someone has to go back to kick it off. They kick it off, which then sends them back. It's just a loop. There isn't a there isn't a thing that breaks the loop and gives an ending to it. That's why the films can keep going. It's like just a continuous loop. But mm. yeah, I don't know. I I'd be up for seeing more if there's Arnie in it. If there's not Arnie in it, probably not that bothered. But I am kind of bothered because I want to see what what the ending is. But there isn't one. It's a, it's a dilemma, and for that reason, it gets a three point eight out of five. I'm gonna give it a three point five again. Same as Zombieland. Yeah, it, it the the both they're, like, they're not bad films. Yeah, they're not bad films, but they're just the, films to watch. But they're not great films. <laughs> they're not. Uh, I, I, to be honest, I won't expect to into them. No, we we just we've got limitless cards now, and that's we we feel like it's our duty <laughs> to go. Anything out at the moment? You are. Is there anything out at the moment? What's well, the next we, film we've just seen Doctor Sleep, which we'll we'll be moving on to next. But I think oh, the next well. big film this month would be Knives Out, which is meant to be a, a very good Ryan Johnson film. Amazing. Midway oh. is out as well, but that doesn't look too great. It's a bit of a quiet time for films, isn't it? Until Christmas, and then we've got Star Wars. Um, we can go see Maleficent. I mean, we, we certainly can, but I don't want and to. Farmageddon. <laughs> don't forget about Farmageddon. <laughs> so, th- these two films were just films that stood out more than the films that you quit like listing now. The Lion King. <laughs> so that's not even the new. That's not even the live action one. That's the original. Oh, this is the do that during the day. Do the show, old films. Yes. So, are you leaving it at 3.5? Again, just a bang average film before we, we cut away to our outro. Mm-hmm. Would you recommend that people go watch it if they want to go watch it, but if not, it's more of a TV yeah, film? If you've, watched the, if you've watched the other Terminator films, you might as well watch it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm well in the camp that if you haven't seen it and you've hopefully skipped through the spoilers bit to get to this bit, we're not bashing it. It's just it's just good. It's just a good average action TV. film. You are. It's top quality TV. <laughs> well, it will be top quality TV when it comes out. Yeah, it is, yeah, that's really a good way to describe it. It's top quality TV, but on the cinema. If you want to spend money on it, go watch it at the cinema. If you want to wait, watch it on Sky. 
it, it's it's not going to be a waste of time like Gemini Man is. <laughs> Transition. And that's the end of our triple threat, be right or proper shite episode. One shite and two bits of all right. Our first shite of the series. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Give us a follow on Twitter. My handle is at the underscore film underscore fella. You can also find us on Facebook at the film fella and friends and follow us on Instagram at the film fella. Mine is at hi honey X. And as always, the plug that always comes, check out his music. The reason that he's at High Honey X is because he is High Honey. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, High Honey X. I'll put a link in the description for all of Johnny's music. If you want to check it out, it's right good. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and plenty of other podcasting channels. Our RSS feed is in the description as always. Give us a subscribe follow or a star review they all help out if you fancy sending in any questions or have anything you want to say you can also email us at thefilmfellowandfriends at gmail.com episode 9 of the regular podcast has, has been a long time coming but it, it will come we promise as for the next Be Right or Proper Shy episode we have a certain Stephen King adaptation to talk about Doctor Sleep <laughs> nice <laughs> um, before we go as always, we'd, we'd like to plug this. <laughs> it keeps us going. So if you want to support the pod whilst doing some retail therapy, we now have an Amazon affiliate link. Simply select the link in the podcast description and purchase whatever you're going to do normally and we will get a little kickback from that. As always, your support is greatly appreciated. So remember us next time you're heading to do some Amazon shopping um, and also remember to give us a like and a star review on iTunes. And until next time, keep it real. Ha, 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 ha.